UGC. Outdated or essential? Cut through the noise and reveal the truth with our free ebook created in collaboration with VideoWise. Learn proven strategies to encourage customer reviews, leverage email marketing for sales, and boost conversion rate by 9.2%. Download the ebook for free at flowing.com/ugc. Welcome to Email Einstein, a podcast by Floium. It's time to start honoring your inner marketing Einstein. Tune in for the data-driven tips that'll make you a marketing genius. Here, you'll find email marketing formulas and tips straight from the brilliant mad scientists at Floium. It's time for your emails to start earning more money. It's time to unleash your Einstein. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Floium Podcast. I'm your host, Vera Sadlak, and today I'm joined by Dan Goldstein from Clavio. Dan is SMS Partner Manager at Clavio. Dan is someone who's passionate about building lasting relationships between agencies, brands, and customers through SMS. Probably Dan is as passionate about SMS as we are about emails here at Floium. (laughs) Say hi, Dan. (laughs) Hi there. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me on. I am so pumped to be here talking all things SMS. I'm uh, just really excited to dive into dive into everything SMS and then, of course, dive into everything Black Friday, Cyber Monday related. Yes. Uh, massive time of year. So can't wait to get uh, talking about it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Dan, before we go to all of the juicy and serious questions, let's play a little game. Let's do a Blitz Q&A um, just to get you just to get to know you better. OK, great. Let's do it. Let's do this. Okay, Dan. Texting or calling? Texting. Why I'm not surprised, (laughs) but okay. (laughs) Batman or Superman? Ooh, I would usually say Batman, but I'm going to go Superman today. Oh, you just want to be, just want to be different. (laughs) Something else today. Okay, cool. SMS or MMS? Oh, that is a loaded question. Let's go SMS. Cool. Okay. I'm going to, I'm curious to, to learn why, but probably we'll talk about it in the podcast today. <laughs> okay. Sorted by price or by rating? <sighs> by rating. Yes. Pineapple on pizza, yay or nay? Absolutely. Yay. Yes. <laughs> that's a, that's a very unique one too. And very American one to say. Yes. Well. <laughs> if there was a theme song, a theme song every time you entered the room, what would it be? Oh, that is a great question. Let's just go classic Eye of the Tiger. I mean, you know, really feeling good, you especially around the You can't go wrong with this one. Right? You can't go wrong with this one. Yeah. And you're not the first person saying that. I always ask people <laughs> this questions on the podcast. I'm just like, it says so much about them, you know, about their yeah. personality. And you're definitely not, not the only one who used this song <laughs> as a theme song. It's a good one. Awesome. It's a good one. Definitely. Cool. Okay. So... SMS. Business SMS is probably one of the most popular communication channels available today to uh, DTC brands. Today, 90% of SMS messages are read. And this number, it gets me every time. 98% of SMS messages are read. And 90% of those 98% of texts are read within the first seconds of being received. That's like, just like blows my mind every time. So why SMS then? Why SMS? Why e-commerce brands should care about SMS, should use SMS, and especially around Black Friday, Cyber Monday? 
Absolutely. So SMS is such, such a fascinating channel, right? That stat right there where 90% of messages are open within the first couple seconds or the first couple minutes just shows the power of being able to get in front of consumers and really mm -hmm. meet them where they are, right? So in a time where email inboxes are just becoming more and more crowded and hectic than ever, it can be really difficult for a brand to differentiate themselves from the competition, right? People have mm -hmm. to go through and, you know, sort through their different inboxes. We have inboxes for, you know, our personal lives, our work lives, our side hustles, anything of that nature. So with SMS, when we're able to just cut through the noise directly and get to somebody's home screen, that is something that is incredibly powerful, right? And with mm -hmm. SMS, it's such an intimate channel. It's an area where brands and agencies can really take advantage of connecting with the audience and showing them what they want to see at the right time. And then, of course, when we tie all of this together for BFCM, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Cyber Weekend, I'm sure I'll call it all three things during this conversation, we can really leverage the versatility of SMS, right? So we're meeting mm -hmm. consumer where they are for things like flash sales, abandoned cards, browse abandonments, early access. And then, of course, especially during BFCM, where stress can sometimes be high for consumers and purchasers, we can reduce that stress with messages such as transactional ones, right? So order confirmation, shipping confirmation, delivery confirmation. We can leverage a number of different areas of SMS to make it so that we are reaching someone before one of our competitors does, say, if they're using email and we're using SMS. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I really loved how you said about like meeting the people where they are and people are on mobile. That's that's the thing right. nowadays, right? According, I, I found this another number, according to Adobe, $88 billion of online retail sales in 2021 were made on online devices. Right. Were made from smartphones. So mobile is like a big part of how consumers shop today, right? And browsing, research, comparison of the purchase, all is happening there on the phone. So that's such a good idea to meet them where they are and to reach out to them through SMS, especially considering how, how rapidly people like open and respond to those SMS. Yes. That's, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And one other thing I'll add, which might be a little bit more of a personal anecdote, is so as someone who, right, I work in the email, the SMS, the data industry, right? We get a lot of emails, right? I, mm -hmm. I'm sure, you know, working at Flowium, you get a lot of emails. I get a lot of emails here at Clavio. I personally don't have email notifications on, on my phone, right? So I don't have right. them pushed to my phone screen. I just go into my inbox and look maybe every hour or so with SMS, I don't have to actually go and open a totally new app or a totally new inbox to find what I'm looking for. It just shows up right on my screen. And whether I, you know, interact with the message and actually mm -hmm. respond and or make a sale or, you know, whatever it is, or I just delete it, I have to interact with that message to get it off of my phone screen right. somehow. So it's almost kind of like a de facto billboard as well mm -hmm. in a way. 
Right, right. And also, I guess it also comes down to who you are talking to, because I know that for brands that I work with, uh, millennials and Gen Z, they love SMS, love, yes. love, love SMS. SMS performs <laughs> like, even like better than email in some cases for them. For boomers like or that like older generations, email is still like the the men, right? Right. Um, but I mean, what's your recommendations on like balancing email and SMS marketing efforts so you are not too much for your customers? Right. That's a great question. And this is probably one of the biggest questions I get when I'm speaking to agencies and clients, right? Whether mm -hmm. you're just getting started with SMS, you know, you just turned it on for the first time, or you've already been sending messages, you have an established email list, wherever you are regardless of what your brand is, what they do, what the industry is. One thing is for sure, it's not a one-size-fit-all effort, right? Mm -hmm. So always like to remind people, always like to remind agencies and brands that SMS, it's not supposed to replace your email strategy. It should really right. supplement and enhance it, right? So we're not going to be changing our entire strategy to, you know, bring a bunch of emails down and send SMS instead. Instead of doing something like that, we want to make sure that we are using a lot of prior planning and preparation mm -hmm. and prior data that we've been collecting from our different sends to ensure that we're balancing our efforts, right? So what that means or an example of that could be is, let's say we want to intertwine email and SMS flows or automations mm -hmm. together. Um, we can leverage different types of dynamic segmentation or any types of um, new types of lists or things of that nature so that we're sending automated messages to consumers when they take some sort of action. So what that could mean is let's say we have a segment set up that includes people that maybe they've gotten three or four emails in the past from a certain brand and they haven't taken advantage of anything. They haven't opened it. They haven't made a purchase. What we can mm -hmm. do, and especially we can do in Klaviyo SMS and email together, is actually play off of that data. And instead of maybe sending that person a fifth email, we can send them an SMS instead to kind of fill that gap and supplement that email strategy so that we're reaching consumers where they want to be reached. I'll say that probably at least three more times on this podcast interview, but we don't want to make sure that we're not forcing a specific channel on an entire mm -hmm. audience. Let's really leverage our segmentation, our past data to see, you know, which audience personas work for a certain channel and which don't. So, you know, there's no right. real answer of, hey, you know, maybe you should do 70% email, 30% mm. SMS. It really just depends on what your consumers are interacting with and where you're right. seeing the highest ROI and or revenue come from. Exactly, exactly. And like from my experience, SMS does not necessarily work independently as well as it does combined with email. Right. Um, so this like flow example, it's it's perfect just because here you can see the power of segmentation, of delivering the right message to the right person, of uh, basically, yeah, basically delivering the, the right message. So that's what it comes to. But like, how can people build their list like during this season because i know that sometimes people are scared to start an sms because it sounds like it's a lot of work 
from my experience, setting up SMS was so much easier than setting up emails. Like, honestly, the process mm-hmm. is seamless. But like, how do you start? Where do you start? How do you build the list for Black Friday, Cyber Monday? Great question. And, you know, this is something that while it's incredibly relevant to BFCM Black Friday, Cyber Monday, this is also relevant for the remainder of the year. So anything I Mm -hmm. mentioned here, let's just assume that the brand has already turned SMS on, they've already selected a sending number, you know, they already have it actually on and in their account. The easiest and most straightforward way to really get started collecting SMS subscribers, say if you haven't started or you're just trying to lean in to your SMS offering, is to actually lean into your existing email subscribers, right? Let's lean into that list. Let's leverage the people we already have in our account. And we can just do this by sending a a humble, simple email where we're targeting email subscribers in SMS-friendly areas. So that would be currently as of recording the United States, Canada, UK, Australia, where they can receive text messages. Mm -hmm. We can create a segment of that audience of people who live in those areas. And we can actually just send them an email where we're saying, hey, we have a new SMS list. We would love for you to take advantage of our list and we can lead Mm -hmm. with some sort of incentive or offer and deliver that immediate value. But in the same email, we also want to make sure we can highlight future value, right? So SMS Mm -hmm. early access, flash sales, exclusive offers. Let's create some sort of FOMO or incentive in this email to ensure that Anyone who sees it says, oh, wow, I really love this brand. I would love to be part of the VIP experience. Let's go take advantage of that. So what we can do in that email, and this is one of the best, you know, really powerful area of the Klaviyo tool is we can just have a button in our email that someone can press. It'll bring mm-hmm. them to the website and that's, and they'll see a signup form that is only targeted to them, right? So they'll see a signup form that says, hey, take advantage of this new SMS list only targeted to the certain segment that the email was sent to, and they can easily go and subscribe. And this is probably one of the quickest ways to get an SMS subscriber or a subscriber list up and running very quickly, right? So let's say even if you're a couple of weeks out from BFCM, there's still time. I want to echo this as much as I can. There is still time to build your list because Mm -hmm. you can do things like this. Another thing I want to also mention is when it comes to signup forms, this one isn't as as direct, it's a little bit more passive, but creating like a multi-step sign-up form, which is when mm-hmm. someone comes to your website, they'll get hit with um, you know an email collection form saying, hey, uh, Dan, would love for you to trade your email for some sort of offer. They press OK, and then automatically an SMS form can pop right up and we'll say, oh, also, do you want an extra 15%, 20%, 25% off? Here, come sign up for our SMS list as well. So right there, we're collecting email and SMS at the same time time, bringing Mm -hmm. both of those profile properties into a singular profile that we can Mm -hmm. then in turn leverage going forward. And I also want to mention when it comes to a multi-step form, what we can do is we can target this, like I mentioned earlier, more specifically for mobile. So when someone comes to the form, let's say if they're on mobile, They'll put their email in. Fantastic. They get to the SMS form that pops up right after it. Instead of them having to actually type their number in to like the collection box, as you know, a lot of mm-hmm. us are used to, we can actually leverage a tap to text form instead. Yeah, that's a good one. So they can literally just tap a button 
it will, I'll use the iPhone just because of familiarity. When mm-hmm. they tap that button on the sign-up form, it will automatically open up their messaging app and pre-populate with text-to-join subscriber keywords and opt-in language. And then all they would need to do is just press the send button and they're all, then they're opted into an SMS list. So those are some pretty quick ways to really mm-hmm. grow the list um, without a massive, massive overhaul. This is something that you can get done in an afternoon and you can start collecting and generating revenue very quickly. Yeah. And we've seen a lot of different brands and agencies do this over the last few years. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of people are also collecting SMS consent at the checkout. And that's another great way to to do that because it doesn't take a lot of effort on your end to set it up. Just like you said, maybe like a few hours, the entire SMS process will be set. All your customers will have to do is basically like check the SMS consent uh, button and they are good to go. Um, no, that's amazing. And what about the personalization? You mentioned that you guys do have some opportunities to personalize that experience for your subscribers, like how to make it more relevant. Because as you mentioned, SMS is a bit more personal than email so this like one size fits all approach does not work well with neither of them but especially with this mess so how to make it a bit even like more personal how to make this experience more personalized yes yes great question and of course i'll preface this with apologies for any dogs in the background we got some maintenance going around (laughs) and he is quite loud today but When it comes to personalization, segmentation, 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 right? We want Mm. to overindulge in segmentation and ensuring that we have nice, tight segments before BFCM even starts, right? So a massive benefit of SMS is really having it be such a personalized, intimate platform. So we want to ensure that we have segments that can address things like that. So let's leverage different types of profile properties, such as, you know, first names, areas of interest, regional areas, product preferences, where we can ensure we're sending someone a message about a product based on what they've already have or have not done interacting with the product on the website, right? So what we can Mm -hmm. do is really just further go down and get more granular with our messages based off of what our users and based off of what the consumers are doing on our website. So for example, you know, we can do for for VIPs, for VIPs, VIPs can get things like early promo access, mm-hmm. early looks, flash sales, things of that nature. The VIPs, you know, they purchase from you early, often and at a high volume or whichever dish definition you would like to use. But you know, we can really just ensure that we're creating these different areas and these different segments to ensure someone is getting a message that they want to see so that Mm -hmm. we're not oversending, we're not overspending, and we're not making it so that we are just continually trying to, you know, put a square through a round hole, right? We want to make it so that it fits the area where the consumer wants to be seen. And then, of course, we also can, um, you know, add some different types of characteristics for certain lists and segments. So we can create those custom hyper-focused additional pieces of content that can be easily Mm -hmm. targeted to, you know, 
products, buyer personas, regions, like I mentioned, other identifiers to help sweeten the deal. So whether that's saying, hey, Dan has looked at a bunch of boots on our website within the last 90 days, within the last few months, let's send Mm -hmm. him a boot buying guide or a boot gift guide (laughs) for the holiday season. We have the segmentation. We have the opportunity to target Mm -hmm. him and other users like him. I'm assuming Dan would like this content because he's already been looking at it. So we can just get ahead of the consumer in a way so that they don't even have to look. We're showing them what they want to see before they even really know that they want to see it, which is just so incredibly powerful. And then when we leverage, you know, just the the quickness and the mm-hmm. ability to get in front of someone very fast with SMS compared to email, that's when we really, really can see some really powerful results. And of course, one other thing I want to mention here when it comes to personalization, when it comes to you know having such a great SMS experience, let's make SMS more conversational. Let's have a bit of a different tone with our SMS messages that we may have with our email, other, other types of brand copy, whatever it may be. Let's make it so that SMS feels as if the consumer is texting with a friend or a family member compared to, say, a large brand. And just those small little changes can really, really make a massive difference when someone feels um, like the the channel is more personalized for Mm -hmm. them. Yeah, because we talked about it with Allie last week too. Mm-hmm. Um, SMS is a bit more is about building this like genuine relationship with your probably like most engaged customers, right? Absolutely. That's why some brands they treat SMS people as VAPs. Like no matter how many orders they've placed, no matter how many what's their average order value, what's their historical order value, they treat them as VAPs because these are the people who want to receive personal SMS messages from you. They are like they want to be your friends. So definitely talk differently to them. That's totally. a really good recommendation, Dan. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. What's your take on SMS versus MMS? Because <laughs> there is like a lot of heated conversations about <laughs> it in the industry. Yeah. So this is something that I think if you asked a number of different people in the SMS industry, or like like you mentioned, right? It, it's just it's a question that brings out different types of responses, mm-hmm. and you know. Of course, there is data that can back up certain responses, right? Like how an SMS just has a better throughput than that of an MMS or an SMS is typically cheaper to send than that of an mm-hmm. of an MMS, right? Like when you're sending just text and numbers compared to, you know, a GIF, a video, um, a picture, emojis, anything of that nature. It's just, you know, quicker to send and cheaper to send. But personally, you know, don't get me wrong. I love a good MMS, right? I love a good MMS where I get I get to see the product image mm-hmm. directly into on my phone what I was looking at or, you know, I, I'm a I'm a sucker for a good creative, right? I, I love different types of assets, all that stuff. Fantastic. But when it comes to ascending strategy, of course, I'll never say, hey, only use SMS or mm-hmm. hey, only use MMS. I just personally think that SMS allows us to have a little bit more flexibility in our sense. So whether that's from an economic point of view, whether that is from, you know, an actual time point of view in terms of actually getting the the asset created versus Mm -hmm. just getting copy created, it just allows us to be a little bit more flexible, a little bit more economic, and it almost feels a little bit more... 
what's the right word? Organic, I guess, in mm-hmm. a way. Yeah, it does where, feel less promotional. I, I see what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, a little. It, it really kind of ties into that. Hey, you know, let's 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 see if we can try using it as texting a friend or texting a family member. It just feels a little bit more, I don't know, I guess, I guess organic really was Mm -hmm. the best possible word for that. So that's my personal stance on this. You know, I I know that (laughs) we could speak to other SMS people and they'll say a lot of different things, but I think the humble SMS where we can really lean into, you know, our copywriting, where we can really lean into our data Mm -hmm. can really pay dividends. And then maybe after we've really established a great SMS strategy, that's when we can start bringing in different types of MMS messages that can supplement our SMS strategy. Right, right. And it also comes down to what you're selling because I've noticed with some of my brands, especially with like fashion brands, MMS do perform better for some reason. Right. Maybe it's because those brands are very like visual, you know. Uh, Totally. But the SMS, it does feel a bit more personal, a bit more organic, just as you said, less salesy, less promotional. And uh, yeah, and sometimes it even like converts better for one of my brands. They are selling this uh, serums for eyelashes. Um, So the product itself, it's very effective, but there is nothing like to show in the picture. I mean, it's just the bottle, right? Yeah, Um, very situational, very situational. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So for them, believe it or not, the SMS had three times the conversion rates versus MMS. I don't know why it works this way. It's like, it's still an enigma for me, but it depends, (laughs) I guess, on what you're selling and who you are talking to, right? Totally. Yeah. It's, it's all about, right? Like, making sure we're, we're using the right channel for the right audience. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'll talk a little bit more about, you know, different types of personas and what to do pre Black Friday a little bit later. But, you know, one of the things I always like to also say is just ABT, right? Always be testing, mm-hmm. always be testing. Hey, test your SMS versus your MMS. If you think one is working better than the other, test it again and then test it again, right? right. Always need to make sure that we are staying as relevant and up to date with our messaging as possible. Yeah. Dan, since you already touched on personas and stuff, like what are some of the pre-Black Friday strategies you can recommend or strategies to consider for SMS specifically? Right. So I'll, I'll, I'll dive into the, um, the persona aspect of this. So mm. really, you know, what we recommend here at Clavio and what I recommend, especially for SMS, and if you're leveraging SMS and email together, this is fantastic as well. But right, c- creating a collection of buyer personas prior to BSCM based on our previous data that we've been able to collect and Mm -hmm. also just overall industry data, right? So we want to see, hey, who are the people that are buying from us? What do they purchase? How how much do they spend? You know, what's the best way to get in front of them? Mm -hmm. So I actually have a couple examples of different personas here. So one of these personas that we like to think of during BSCM would be the the classic deal hunter, right? So Mm -hmm. Someone who is not a loyalist to a brand by any means may not be concerned with top quality, but they'll likely shop around different types of competitors and different brands to get the best possible Mm -hmm. deal. So when we take deal hunters or other types of personas, I can mention a couple more going forward. We want to make sure that we have these personas set and ready to roll so that we have a correct targeting strategy. So for Mm -hmm. deal 
hunters, we would target them by using, you know, short, urgent messages with the deal front and center. So this is a great opportunity to leverage SMS where Mm -hmm. we're getting to them quickly. We're making sure they don't go to a different competitor or a different brand. And we are just highlighting that deal saying, hey, this is our best deal of the year. Take advantage. You know, let's get moving right now. Of course, another one of these personas that we'll see during BFCM. And, you know, this is... um, I might fall into this one a little bit more so than some of the others, which is the last minute shoppers, right? So Mm. they are infrequent customers. Maybe they've shopped on a previous BFCM deal with you. Maybe they haven't. They're probably a little bit concerned about delivery times. As we all know, the uh, supply chain issues we have seen globally the past couple of years. But last minute shoppers are such an important persona to ensure we have a strategy around because we want to target them with, you know, express urgency. So we want to have things like countdown timers or a last day to ship type language in our messaging. And we Mm -hmm. can highlight shipping estimates and um, upfront. So highlight shipping estimates upfront to combat against, you know, abandoning carts, browse abandonment, them getting maybe a little worried that their uh, package and or present may not get in in time. So we Mm want to make sure that when we have these personas, like your deal hunters, your last minute shoppers, your VIPs, your impulse buyers, right? And I can, of course, dive into more of these going forward if need. But we just want to have a nice strategy beforehand and have our segments and our lists and our messages built out so that when someone, you know, is a deal hunter and we can tell that they're a deal hunter, we're just automatically going to send them some sort of flow, some mm-hmm. sort of campaign uh, or some sort of um, SMS flow that is based off of what they have or have not done in our um, brand. And just one so other how, thing how, I want to... How oh, would sorry, you like, sorry. define them? Sorry, before yeah. we like move to, to the other group, how would you define those like deal hunters? What's the uh, definition in Clavio would be? like? How would you set them apart from the rest of the audience? I'm just like, curious because that sounds like a really fun little segment to have. Right. So for deal hunters, there are a couple different ways that you can probably um, target them, right? Mm-hmm. So... A deal hunter, we can, uh, one of the things I like to use, and of course, this definition or segment definition can certainly change a lot. So mm-hmm. a deal hunter, I like to see someone who is coming to our website, maybe one, two, or three times within the last, let's say, 14 days or so. Mm-hmm. Maybe they've looked at a product, maybe they've put a product into their cart, but they haven't actually taken advantage of any of the mm-hmm. sales. So we can potentially infer that maybe they saw something else somewhere else, or maybe they're waiting to see if they can get a better deal somewhere else or through you or through your brand. So we want to just, we just want to ensure that we are paying attention to the people that are coming to our website, that are looking at our products, that are looking at specific products, Mm -hmm. but are just not taking that action. And then we have to use, you know, we have to infer going forward um, using our different types of segment definitions. Definitions. But there's, you know, there are a number of different ways to try and define these different personas, right? But mm-hmm. the best way, like I always say, is leverage the past data that will lead you down a much better path than only inferring. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. 
deal hunters. I also like to, we have this like um, segment specifically for holiday deal hunters. So we just like, mm, yeah. there's like some people who specifically come to your website around the holidays and you know that these people are only here for the deal. So you don't send them gift guides. You don't send them blogs. You like exclusively send them the deals. And that's exactly what exactly. Mm -hmm. And it's all about, right. It's all about, it's all about that targeting. It's all about seeing, oh, okay, this person hasn't been on our website since, you know, November of last year. Right. They're probably haunting for a deal. And, you know, that's where that, that prior data really, really comes into play. Yeah. That's probably like the only time of the year when I'm like not too, too concerned about sending messages aggressively because people mm -hmm. kind of train to expect the discounts from you. But like when it comes to the timing and the amount of the SMS and email sent, what's your take on that? What is like t too many, too much? <laughs> right. So, and I'll of course preface this with the fact that this is something that is, of course, very dynamic and very situational. But mm -hmm. when it comes to BFCM, when it comes to um, just Cyber Weekend in general, mm -hmm. we want to make sure that we are remaining as targeted as possible. I've said it before, I'll say it, say it again, but... Too much really comes when we're sending maybe multiple messages to the same person through multiple different channels on mm -hmm. the same day. More likely than not, your subscribers will be looking around and expecting messages from so many different other brands that too much can really be subjective. So the best thing to do is instead of really going out and just going after every single person on your list, sending them as many messages as you possibly can, we're definitely going to be sending more than we would in a typical week and or right. month. Typically, you know, we would recommend, you know, maybe five, four to seven messages in a week. We maybe mm -hmm. don't want to go too much more than that, but right. we want to ensure that we are not going too far. So when someone has already made a purchase or if someone has already taken advantage of a deal, we mm -hmm. want to make sure that we're finding ways to um, de facto suppress them so that they don't continue to receive messages from us <laughs> about the same deals, right? And mm -hmm. you know that's one of the major benefits of Clavio SMS and email together is that we can get all of that rich data together in one centralized area and one centralized platform so that I'm not sending a message to Scott that, you know, about an SMS deal for a product he already bought. I already have that information directly in my Clavio account. So I can say, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip Scott on this message. Maybe I'll come back to him for uh, Cyber Monday. Maybe I'll mm -hmm. take a break from sending him messages during uh, the weekend or during you know the the days. But when it comes to actually when to send your texts, there's a couple of different uh, things to be aware of. So of course, right, with so much competition, the earlier the better. I always like sending SMS messages sometimes in the morning to afternoon, maybe mm -hmm. try and get some people later in the day. But of course, we have to take regional sending laws and quiet hours into account, right? So typically in the United States, for example, you can only send between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. or mm -hmm. 8 a.m. and 9 p.m. 
However, for the state of Florida, which has a mini TCPA, you can only send between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. So we oh, want to make I sure that we're that. not. Um, I know it's very interesting. Florida just has their own little TCPA <laughs> law that started, I want to believe, at the beginning of 2021. But, you know, we just want to make sure that we are trying to find times where we think that people will be looking at their phones and ready to purchase. But in terms of sending too much or too little, I think this is really a great opportunity to, you know, to really lean into your segments, really lean into your segmentation. There's probably a better chance that you're engaged subscribers, you know, your 30-day engaged, 60-day engaged, post-purchasers, VIPs. They're probably going to be a little bit more lenient when it comes to sending messages than, say, your 90-day engaged, your 180-day engaged, you know, mm-hmm. your purchases from last year. So really just make sure you know who you're sending to so that you're not giving them the wrong message at the wrong time. Right. How do you define the engaged segment for SMS? Because there are like different ways to approach it. Like what's your take on that? Good question. There are different ways to approach it. So the way that I would look at doing the engaged segment. So when I when I'm when I say engaged, I'll uh, let's use the definition of 30 day engaged. Mm-hmm. So we'll use 30 days here. You can you can go up to 60 days. I mean, you could even go up to 90 days if you really mm-hmm. wanted to, maybe for a larger brand. What I like to do is engaged would be 30 day engaged. So maybe they have or have maybe they've opened, let's say, or They've clicked through, let's say, three out of five SMS messages. Mm. They've, you know, maybe purchased one time within the last 30, 60, 90 days. Mm-hmm. Um, they've actually, you know, brought in some certain some revenue through their SMS purchases. As your SMS list grows and as you continue to hone in on your segments and as you continue to grow your list, these definitions will certainly change as you have more eyes on your text messages. Um, however, you know, when it comes to engaged with with SMS messages being very hard to track in terms of when they're opened, just because, right, you know, 30, right. It, you know, it's 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 really hard to tell when something is open compared to when something is actually clicked through. Mm-hmm. It's best to leverage some sort of click through rate and or purchase rate alongside a certain time window. But of course, it is just so dynamic and it really can change beyond just leveraging, you know, click through rates or days or things of that nature really comes down to the brand, the audience, what you're selling, and really Mm -hmm. when you're selling it as well. Right, right. And I mean, we are running out of time, Dan, but I I, I have to ask you this question. Yeah. I absolutely have to ask you this question. Um, you already touched on um, like the time that the recipients should receive and should not receive the SMS. But mm-hmm. what are the other don'ts of the holiday SMS marketing? What are the things that you absolutely not recommend doing? Okay, so there are a couple different things here, and I'm gonna. I, I might say some things that are for email and SMS together, yeah. but they really, you know, they they kind of go for both channels. So first of all, don't overdo it, right? Don't mm-hmm. overdo your subject lines. Don't make them incredibly long. Don't overdo your, you know, SMS preview text. The simpler, the better, where we're getting right to the point and we're not confusing our consumers or our recipients with our messaging. Right to the point, easy to understand, not too much room for error. Again, you know, we just mentioned this earlier, but not sending too many times in one day. We want to make sure that we are really spacing out 
the Cyber Weekend season. Every single year, right? Cyber Weekend gets longer and longer and longer and brands start <laughs> earlier, earlier and earlier and go later and later and later. So remember that even though there's a lot of competition, it's much better to ensure we're being targeted rather than going all out full blast. Don't blast your subscriber list. I've said this a number of times, but again, you know, continuing to... Rookie mistake, right? <laughs> rookie mistake, right? It's a mistake that, you know, some brands do make just because yeah. maybe they just got started learning about what to do for BFCM, maybe at the beginning of November. It happens, you know, and, but the best thing you can do is again, remain targeted, remain with the people that are clicking or opening an email and SMS mm -hmm. within 30 to 60 days, you know, browsing product pages, putting items in carts, buying products. And then another thing I also want to mention are false expectations. Don't set false expectations that you cannot meet. So whether those are different types of discounts, we're saying you're like, hey, we have 25% off all our products. Well, when they actually click through and go to your website and go to your go to their cart, they realize, oh, it's only 25% off of $350 mm -hmm. or more. Let's yeah. just be upfront, right? If we want to keep that type of deal or discount, that's totally cool. But let's be upfront and not tr maybe trick someone into trying to get a cart. Um, another thing here that's really, really really important with false expectations is if you're going to have guaranteed delivery windows or guaranteed Ooh, delivery yeah. purchases, please, 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 please make sure you can honor that mm -hmm. commitment, right? We're seeing, like I mentioned earlier, we're seeing those supply chain issues the past couple of years. Who knows what's going to happen this year, but just please be safer than being sorry. It goes a long, long way. And the thing is, if for some reason something happens and you miss an expectation or something falls through, first of all, that's okay. Mistakes happen. I get it. I've been in e-commerce for a long time. <laughs> I've seen everything. But just make sure that, I guess, to counteract a don't, do ensure that you have some sort of backup contingency plan for when things potentially go wrong so that you can alleviate those mistakes without much headache. That's a good one. That's a good one. And I mean, some brands are not delivering on their promises. Even Amazon a few days ago, they promised to deliver um, the Amazon Prime item by the end of the day. And then they delivered two days later. Unfortunately, right. um, it, it happens. I mean, these constraints, they are real, but try not to overpromise. Exactly. And if customers. Amazon, yeah, if that ha if that can happen to Amazon, that can definitely happen to a brand. So the earlier exactly. the better. Let's make sure that everyone is on the same page. And I would just like add one from me too. I, I think automation is very important during the Black Friday, Cyber Monday too. So you guys automate whenever possible. Black Friday, Cyber Monday is the busiest shopping period of the year for sure. And if you're not prepared, your online store could quickly become like overwhelmed with the two-way messages and everything if yes. you can just like create those little flows um automate everything and try to scale your conversations by creating those like product recommendations or creating abandonment card flow so that your marketing team does not have to send each and one of them individually yes yeah 
Well, thank you so much, Dan. It was so much fun talking to you. I know a lot of people are still like not sure whether or not they should do SMS for their brand because it feels almost too, too personal. But as a marketer, I absolutely love this channel, honestly, and as yes. a consumer too. So yes, thank you so much for having me. You know, I, I, one thing that I'll leave with, right, is when I speak to brands, when I speak to agencies, some people will say, hey, Dan, I don't like receiving text messages. Will my consumers? And what I'll say is, hey, while SMS might not be for every consumer, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe not everyone likes to receive messages on their phone. SMS is absolutely for every single agency or brand out there. Leverage a new revenue stream and see what happens. You can really, really surprise yourself when you lean into this new channel. Exactly. Well, thank you so much, Dan. You guys, don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends, with people who still don't have SMS or with people who already have SMS but want to learn more about it. And also check out our holiday email marketing guide, uh, flowium.com slash holiday. That's basically the book where we put all of the SMS and email strategies in like one sort of like place definitely check it out flowium.com slash holidays and thank you so much for listening you guys it was really fun to have you down here thank, thank you. you so much good luck everyone this bfcm have a good one take care bye bye everyone thanks for listening to email einstein can you feel that your marketing brain just got a little bit bigger. We ask that you please use it wisely. You've got all the theory you need to get out there and start boosting your sales because great emails equals revenue squared. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to claim your free ebook and learn how to drive conversions with UGC in 2024. From fresh ways to use UGC on your website to revenue pooling email strategy. Discover actionable insights to master your UGC game in 2024. Stop missing out. Go to flowroom.com slash UGC and download this ebook for free.